This is a HeadGum Podcast. In 86, Anna Martin wrote the first book of what became a cult. Now it's time for Babysitter's Club. Back in action. Back in action. The boys are back in town. you say back in action? Yeah. Do you mean like B-A-C-C-A-N? What's that? I assume it's Latin for something. Oh, B-A-C-H-A-N? Like Bacchus? Sure, sure, sure. Yes. Um, No, that's not what I meant. I mean, I am drinking uh, the the, uh, liquid of the grapes. Never mind. I did know. I now I remember what Bacchan is, B A C H A N. Yeah, um, and it's a kind of uh, Japanese barbecue sauce that got advertised to me on Instagram once, and I bought it sight unseen. Okay, and it's good. They sent it to me, and my Jamie and I use it on pretty much everything. Okay, and that's free advertising for you. Okay, so now do you kind of have an idea of what I meant when I said back in action? Yeah, you like didn't. Now that did you've you, kind of you didn't, by process of elimination, and you didn't mean the Japanese barbecue. sauce? And it wasn't the the Japanese barbecue yes. sauce. Okay, right. What I was thinking is like it's you and me. We're back again at podcasting. Do yeah, we well, do. we never really, we never really left. It feels like a blur, though. We have been podcasting for many years. I feel like I don't remember the last done it six months or so. Every it. single week. Without yeah. fail, despite the fact that you moved to Austin, yeah, you had a child, mm-hmm. then you copied. Uh, I had a child. Um, you got laid off from your job. Mm-hmm. I got laid off from my job. <laughs> uh, a lot of big life events have happened. Yeah, but we kept and we've doing never it. Never missed a week. Oh, I- travel constantly, traveling. Yeah. You know what I'm realizing? Japan, France, Germany. We just did it in those countries, didn't we? Jet lag. Yep. Hooked yep. on synchro. You know what I'm realizing, Tanner? And I don't know if this is what you're driving at. I'm realizing that this is a pretty good lesson in stick to and not breaking up things that are good and that are working and not just quitting when the going gets tough. Well, not for at least another 13 or so weeks. <laughs> yeah. But that's a it's a useful lesson that some of our friends might like to learn from isn't it some of the some of these babysitters yeah their excuses for leaving the babysitters club were so flimsy yeah most of them most of them okay. i would say jesse had a good excuse yeah and that's it yeah uh yeah abby's just dawn well, look, i guess dawn is lives in california now so we're gonna talk about the book i'd like to introduce the show Okay, yes. I'm sorry. I'm just getting so worked up. Okay. Here's what I'd like to do. I'd like to introduce the show, and the way I do that is I say... I have to calm down. Hi, hi. Hi. And welcome to the Babysitter's Club. 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 A podcast in which I, Jack Shepard... And I'm Tanner Greenring. Did you say an I'm? Or did you say... And I I am Tanner Greenring, yes. Okay, well, because I said an I, Jack Shepard. So it's... So if you want to kind of... And I'm Tanner Greenring. No, I know you are, but what I'm saying is if you want to complete the sentence that I started, you should use the same. Do you want me to complete. say... Why don't I say... Here, here's what we'll this? do. Complete you know your what? own sentence. 
Okay. <laughs> but we're working together here. It's a collaboration. I'm going to meet you where you live. It's a podcast. And I'm Jack Shepard. And I, Tanner Greenring. And I, Jack Shepard, talk every week about a new novel in the great Babysitter's Club series by The Hand That Shakes. That's right, I'm talking about the princess of the Prince of Towns, St. Annabelle, Matthews, Martin, Stormborn, Soul Skinner, Mother of Clocks, and Bane to Bats. First of her name, last of her kind, last hope for humankind. And it's this like, week... Okay. It's like stepping into a warm bath mm-hmm. of someone, yeah. virgin's blood. Mm-hmm. The best kind. Doesn't it? It's just yeah. so... It's so soothing, pure. It's so rejuvenating. It's so nice to be back here in this headspace. And as long as you don't ask any questions about where it came from, oh, my people probably source it. Be fine. Okay. You know? Yeah. Um. And this week we read a novel, and we're going to be discussing a novel called Babysitters Club: Friends Forever. Super special. Everything changes. Everything changes, but I still feel the same. Is that Keen? It sounds like Keen. Yeah. Let's look yeah. That's no, we don't need to. It sounds like Keen. That's great. Changes. Okay, he's looking it up, folks. Uh or Googles. What is it? Okay, great. Um, what we like to do is talk about the books, isn't it? And, oh, I and... sing it. You're bad at it, actually. I just listened to you do that while I was Googling. Okay. I don't know why we never had you sing it while I was Googling, because <laughs> that's an efficiency. I, I, I'll tell you why, I think. Because you're bad at it, and this is now I know why. No, it's not because I'm bad at it, though I may incidentally be bad at it. I think what it is is that historically, and in fact... Currently, I'm normally s- s- at such a level of aggravation that you were Googling something while I was trying to tell you something else that I don't yeah. feel like singing. And so you have to kind of do all the work and, and pull the load all by yourself. Right. Yeah. Well, and that's where I carried you. Yeah. And that's, and that's where you carried me, isn't it? <laughs> There's one set of footprints in the sand. Um, and uh, what we like to do is describe the book. Yes. We read this one, didn't we? Did we enjoy it? Should we say whether we enjoyed it? I read it. I enjoyed it. It did make me profoundly sad mm-hmm. in a way that I wasn't expecting because it's the end. It's the end. It's the end of something and the beginning of something else. And, and I'm, I'm intensely curious what the, the something else is that we're beginning, but it's definitely the end of the BSC because everyone quit. Everyone, Literally everyone quit. Everyone quits. So let's go. And so that's, you what, were, that's yeah. what everything changes means. And mm-hmm. that's what Keen meant, too. That's what Keen meant. Is Keen a guy or is it a band? No, it's a guys. What do you mean, the guys? It's a bunch of guys. It's a, okay, guys, so it's, a bunch of guys in Keen. The guy's not called Keen. He's called the something The band British. is called Keen. Yeah. Keen are an English rock band from Battle, East Sussex. That's a cool-ass name for a town. Battle. I'm from Sussex. Okay. 
band is Tom Chaplin. The town of Fletching. Just Tim. outside of Uckfield is where I grew up. I thought you grew up in Brighton. I was born in Brighton. You've never asked beyond that, have you? Never cared. I just happened to be born in Brighton. Have you ever been to Have you ever been to battle? Uh, probably. It's not that big of a country, and certainly Sussex is not that large within the fairly small country that is England. East so, Sussex, likely. Looking at a map here. See how lo- how far it is from Uckfield to Battle. Uckfield is the the grossest name for a town. Yeah, and whenever you would drive into it, some some uh, hilarious teens, uh, no matter how many times they erased it, would put an F in front of the uh, in front of it on the sign. Yeah, they? that's yeah. so good. Yes, Uckfield, UK. Oh, lovely! Have you ever been to the Picture House Inn? Uh, I was probably eight or nine when I left, so. Uh, I battle. This feels useful. This feels like a good use of time. I feel like what we were going to do. 34 minute drive. Okay. So yes, small, small. Uh, What we were going to do, I think was going to be more fruitful. We were going to talk about all the different babysitters who left the club and why. You ever been to three cups corner? No, I was eight. I haven't, I never went on the drive. It's on the drive from battle to Uckfield. I, I don't think so. Along the uh, the B two O nine six. Okay, I don't know. I don't know, man. I um, I went to Free Cups Corner, isn't it? Fletching School, okay. and then I went to Newick Primary School, and then we left, and now I'm here. That's in Three Cups Corner. Or? No, it's not. I don't want to talk about Three Cups Corner. Let's talk about <laughs> who left the club. Okay. <laughs> I'm Here's what fucking connect with you, relate to you on your level. Okay. How about this? How about this? Why don't I describe the book and then you can describe the book? That okay. might get us in the mood. That okay. might us get get us in the mood. What that we might like to get us in the mood. Okay. Fine. What we like to do is I describe the book and then you describe the book. We describe it twice, don't we? Yes. But first I do it. Yes. But and the difference is you do it in 60 seconds, isn't it? I do it in as many seconds as I want. No, it's 60 seconds. I'm going to put and 60 luckily, seconds. I always just want 60 seconds. <laughs> okay, good. Um here's what we're going to do. I'm going to describe the book and I'd like to begin now with your permission. You've got it. But okay. Here we go. You ready? Should I mute myself? <laughs> I I, just, I don't like don't know what to do. I don't remember. <laughs> That's what we do on the Patreon when I sing. <laughs> <laughs> is that I can't remember how that started did that start because you kept inter- interrupting me while I was singing and w- no I think you were too much of a, a nervous Nelly oh really yeah okay what I didn't it is helpful hear your... though yeah you don't want to hear the other person interacting with you when you're trying to like do a complicated rap well song. this new so we're doing mm. the Friends Forever series now. yes mm-hmm. it is the final series of the Babysitter's Club and I know we club 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 and I know we say that a lot, but mm-hmm. it literally is. There's no more books. As far as I know. <laughs> <laughs> so it's all it's it's a return to form mm-hmm. and a, a return to essentials. As you've Back to basics seen. Mm-hmm. And but it's also oops all segments. Okay. Oh, so we can do everything. But even from the Patreon. We can do everything, even from the Patreon, and I think what I'll do is mute myself. That's great. 
Just to not get in your way, to give you some runway, you know? Okay, that's fine. Okay. So this is a hit segment from the Patreon called I Mute Myself When Jack Does His Song. That's perfect. And, and the song is going to be a song of words, and it's going to be a tone poem, and it's going to be basically just um, slam poetry. I love that. I can't wait. It's, it sounds like something Ethan would get into. Uh, I'd like to begin now. Okay. And he can't hear me. Uh, what, is, uh, what does Tezande say? I turn away from the mic to breathe. That's what he doesn't like say. It. Oh, you're it's like a, anyway, it's something a like that is happening now. Annotation on the screen. I'll begin. He's too busy singing. Chocolate rain. In the sleepy town of Stony Brook, nothing ever changes. Looks like he's on a warm spring day. You can be sure to see sweethearts Marianne Spear and Logan Bruno holding hands in the park. I think you might be reading. In the afternoons, like as not, you'll run into Mallory Pike and Jesse Ramsey with near half the kids in town running along behind them. And every evening of the week, you can count on Kristen Amanda Thomas's old-time babysitting club to watch your little ones so you and the missus can catch a meal at Shea Maurice. This is pre-written. In the sleepy town of Stony Brook, nothing ever changes until Mary Ann and Logan call it quits and Jesse Ramsey finds work in the city. And the old-time babysitting club closes its doors for the last time. In the sleepy town of Stony Brook, nothing ever changes until everything changes. And for Kristen Amanda Thomas, nothing will ever be the same. Babysitter's Club, Friends Forever, Super Special. Everything changes. Wow. Powerful. It's just like, I feel like we have so little time, and I'm trying to understand that I'm trying to make a move, okay. you know, just to stay in the game. Yeah. And I try to stay awake and just remember okay. my is name. It, is it keen? Is that what it is? But everything changes. Okay. It sounded really, be- I thought you were saying something really beautiful, and it's keen and I don't feel the same. Okay. And that's about this. And the Keen song is actually called Everybody Changes. Oh, perfect. So it's not even really relevant at all, is it? It's not. Jack, that sounded pre-written and pre-rehearsed. No. No. Top of the dome. Are you sure? Yeah. This is just like... Because when I do the 60-second recaps it's it really is like top of the dome okay but you're sounded like you had written it down and it looked like you were reading Mm-mm. no i was just looking deep inside myself and it's been a while since we've done this so yeah. i don't know if that's like how you've always done it but no no i just i make it up then you get 60 seconds to do basically the same thing but i have found that you uh thrive uh with a little bit of a deadline is a polite way of saying it that is true, actually. Yeah. That is that is true of my professional life as well. Yeah. Um, what I'd like to do, I happen to have this big bad clock. Not that this isn't okay. my professional life. I'm obviously t- taking this very seriously. You're a babysitting professional. Well, I'm a babysitting podcasting professional. Shall we say how we um, how we got into doing this? Why we're doing this? Doing what? Po- this podcast. 
when I moved to uh, the United States in around 1987 or 88, uh, I my yes. best friend was my cousin, Sad. and I spent a lot of time in her house. Sad. She had a lot of <laughs> Babysitter's Club books. I read them all. And uh, it, Tanner, in your case, um, you um, you had a, a babysitting accident that you've never been willing to talk about, and finally, seems like you're willing to address it here on this on this show through these books. Uh, um, and and I want you to take all the time you need uh, over the course of the next. 10 or 11 episodes to, to get it out, or you can say it now or whatever. I'll just say it now. Most, most comfortable. Yes. I'll say it now. Mm. I was babysitting on the set of The Eagle. The Eagle? Okay. <laughs> it's a show. Iron Eagle? No, it was just called The Eagle. It was okay. a film. Mm-hmm. And I was babysitting on the set of it, and I was in, uh, um, we were shooting in Scotland. Mm-hmm. And... It was in a river. It was a water scene. And the river was cold. It was like a natural river, you know. It was like a uh, glacier okay. runoff. Okay, beautiful. Cold. Very beautiful, yeah. And I had to babysit. Mm-hmm. But I just, like, I couldn't focus on the babysitting because the river was just so cold. So some PAs were upstream pouring boiling hot water into the <laughs> okay yeah stream just to, just to, to warm you keep you warm to keep the stream to warm the stream a little bit yeah. but the eddies or whatever in the stream like carried a pocket of boiling hot water down oh no and it scalded all the skin off my penis <laughs> oh no okay wow and what a trauma my penis Everything changed about my penis that day. Okay, very re- relevant to the topic at hand. Okay, yes, I can see why you wanted to read these books. Yeah. And that was my my great babysitting trauma that I I lived through. Isn't this, this the first time the you've told the story? Wow. Wow. Okay, and we're going to work through that by reading these books. Yeah. And discussing them. But first, we're going to work through the plot of this book by you describing it uh, in 60 seconds. I happen to have this big bad clock handy. Oh okay, um, and Is it your I th- iPhone? Uh, no, in this case, no. It's a big, it's a big bad clock. Okay. Um, so what I thought I would do is I would put sixty seconds on it, and during those sixty seconds, you could um, describe the plot of this novel in detail. Okay. Would okay. you like that? Yep. Okay. Are you ready? Yep. Okay. I'm going to begin now. Everything changes. And what that means is that the Babysitter's Club is done. It's gone. It started with Dawn and Mal from the main series. Dawn moved to California. Mal went off to boarding school in Massachusetts. And they're they're out. It's the summer. Everyone else is going to Mohawk Camp, which is a camp for children. But they're going to be CITs, certified counselors in training. Um, Marianne's house burned down, as we know, so she decides not to go because she wants to hang back and help her parents rebuild their lives. So it's just Abby and Christy going to camp together. Claudia goes to Monhegan Island off the coast of Maine. Stacy goes to, shit, New York. I forgot how hard this is. Um, they all decide to quit the club because they want to do other things like soccer. And time. Uh, not a great job, I'm going to say. It's hard to get I back in the saddle, it's isn't It's really it? hard to get back into the saddle. Yeah. 
Yeah. I could always tell my hardest thing. I, I, so what you probably heard there in Tanner's description is, is he, I always, uh, I guess this is the first time we're revealing this, but I always give T- Tanner a, a, put my, my, both my little handies up. Yeah. My little patty paws up, up so that he can see that there's You also distracted left. me with like some, some, you were like listening for something. I heard a police siren thought it was the baby crying. Okay. Well, that distracted me and maybe I get 10 extra seconds. No. Okay. No, that's not, that's not how this works. Um, what, what we'll do is we'll try to fill in the gaps. Okay. Um, uh, but yeah, no, I always notice around 30 seconds. It's like, oh man, he hasn't got past the first chapter. Um, uh, let's talk about who quits. Let's talk about who leaves and how they leave. I think that's a really great way into this. Uh, everyone betrays Christy, don't, don't they? The, f- the first pawn that falls is, well, there's already a number of pieces off the board. Yeah. I, he, there, so there are a few pieces off the board. I've actually written down who quits. And I've written down the passages, and I was thinking maybe we could um, we could read them, and then we could sing "Let the Bodies Hit the Floor." Okay. Do you want me to softly sing "Let the Bodies Hit the Floor" while? You're... Yeah, maybe while I read the passages. But uh, okay, yeah. Well, let's <laughs> let's talk about the the pieces that are already off the board. Which okay, is Mal and Dawn, right? Dawn was the first to betray Christy. She went back to Palo City to get broody. And get angsty and, and watch a human die. Watch a watch a human die to become that acquainted was, that's with all she wanted. Death, yes, uh, and darkness, and to kind of embrace the darkness that yes. was inside her, and also in the world, and to become the darkness in a way. I would say to become the darkness. Don went to become the darkness in California, didn't she? Mm. Then Mallory was the next to betray. Christy, wasn't she? Well, she went off to let's not, some kind let's, of. Let's say that Stacy Stacy was the first to betray Christy, wasn't she? But like the prodigal son, she came back. Uh, you're talking about when Stacy moved to New York. When Stacy left the BSC to spend more time with the f- fucking wine crimes. Yes, that was the first betrayal. But like the prodigal son, she came back. I just thought we should mention it. Okay, yes. Dawn I'm trying did. to think if that was actually literally the first betrayal. Don went to Palo City, and as we now know, because we read uh, something called The California Diaries, which is a series of novels about what happened t- to Dawn and her friends, she would periodically visit the girls and maybe even do a little bit of babysitting, come to meetings uh, during the main series. And she was lying, wasn't she, during the main series? She was lying about how much babysitting the We Heart Kids Club was doing. Her betrayal was bottomless. Her, every time Dawn reappeared in those books, she would say, the We Hair Kids Club is just like the Babysitter's Club, except yeah. a little more relaxed. Yeah, by which I guess she meant doesn't exist, doesn't meet, do doesn't fucking babysit. All they do is, is drugs and crimes. Commit suicide. Yeah. Do drugs. <laughs> and crimes. Get too drunk. Yeah. CPRX in concert. Do witness crimes. Witness death. Witness deaths. Yeah. Get hit. Do a, a, a hate crime is done on you. Have a hate crime be done. Yes. Is that everyone? Um, and uh, mama's in. Mama's in the rehab. Mom's in rehab. Yeah. And that's not fun. And it's not babysitting. It's not babysitting. But that's not what Dawn tells everybody. So Dawn is the first. The Stacy is the first betrayal, but Dawn's betrayal hits the hardest because it comes from a place of darkness. Then who betrays Christy next? It's Mallory. She goes to 
boarding school, Massachusetts. She can't babysit from out there. She's in boarding school. She's in boarding school, and it's Massachusetts, and it is teaching her how to be a better writer, and it's making her a more creative person. And, is and a that worse good? babysitter. Yeah, it's good. It's good, I guess, for her. It's good for her to be a more creative and, and fulfilled human being, but is it good for us? No, it's not good for us. And now I'd like for you to sing the song, Let the Bodies Hit the Floor, very quietly while I read these next three passages. Just a quick question. Yeah. Do you expect that I know the lyrics to that? I assume so. Okay. Let me try. From memory. Okay. Great. Here we go. Ready? Yep. Number one. Let the bodies hit the floor. Well, of all the nerve. Phone just rang. Picked it up and it was Logan calling to speak to me. Thought maybe he wanted to discuss small surprise he could slip into Marianne's suitcase before she leaves for camp. Hardly was calling to... Can barely Two. write these words. Was calling to... Three. Maybe we'll just write words really, really big and get it over with. He was calling to drop out of the Babysitter's One. Club. Here's the next passage. Number two. Jesse. There is one other thing. Me. What is it? Jesse. If I get into the school, I'd be going to classes five afternoons a week and on Saturdays during the school year. During the summer, I'd go six days a week. Me, I guess that wouldn't leave a lot of room for babysitting, would it? Jesse, not really. Number three. Dear Marianne, I am speechless. I am so speechless that my brain can't even tell my hand what to write. I tried recording this in my journal, but I could barely get any words out. So I thought I'd write to you instead. Marianne, there must be something very bad in the air this summer. Or maybe there is bad karma around me. Or I'm giving off a bad aura. Something. Because there has to be an explanation for what is happening. Here is today's bad news. Abby with the BSC. Oh, Jesus. Let the bodies hit the floor. I don't know a lot of let the bodies hit the floor. I yeah. feel like there's more lyrics than what I sang. But I yeah. sang what I could remember at least. No, I appreciate you giving it an effort. And I think it's it's a fitting tribute to... Um, Kind of what happened here today. A lot of bodies hit the floor, didn't they? First, a lot of bodies hit the floor. First Logan, and, then and Jesse, then Abby. For seemingly no good reason. For no good reason. It was just carnage. It's carnage. It's brutal. And it, we're here to talk about a massacre, aren't we? We're here to talk about a massacre. We're here to talk about a massacre. And the, the victim is the Babysitter's Club. Yeah, and Christy. And Christy. Yeah. And Logan quit. Yeah. So we could focus on sports. Guess what, sports. Logan? We've heard it all before. That's what Logan Bruno Boy Babysitter is all about. Abby quit to focus on sports. Yeah, because uh, it's nothing has changed in your life, Abby. Abby's thing is like, as you know, Christy, I'm gonna still have soccer practice. Yeah. So I won't have time for Babysitters Club. Well, you won't have time Jesse for the, quit the fucking one thing that on... saved you after your father died and you moved to a new fucking place. Uh, well, that's gratitude, I guess. Jesse quit to focus on ballet. Her dance. thing is, her thing is pretty real. Well, she got into a very prestigious dance school in Stanford, and th- and they practice every single night, including weekends. Yep. Uh, so that's pretty real. That's some Je- dance mom. Jesse shit. gets a pass. Jesse gets a pass, and then everyone else quit because. Well, so the final scene of the novel, there's a, yes. there's a, they have a meeting. The coda. And Chrissy's like, can you believe all these fucking people quit? It's just the original four. Actually, you know what, Tanner? 
And this it felt is, good to be back there, didn't it? A little bit? It felt good to be back there, and this is actually my... It was mine, too. Why don't I read it, and then I'll just hand it over to you. Okay. If I feel like I can't carry on because I'm pass the baton. I'll pass the baton. That's where I will carry you. Okay, and that's why you'll carry me, and there will only be one set of footprints. So if anyone sees only one set of footprints, and I'll be carrying the baton, it sounds like. So yeah. that's fucking double duty. Yeah. Because I've got you. I'm carrying you and the baton and the baton. Yeah. Jesus, the okay. work I fucking do on this show. I'm gonna begin. I'm gonna begin, and I'm gonna read this passage. By now. Claude, Stacy, and Marianne were all looking at me nervously. I knew they expected me to explode. In fact... What? Okay, yeah, we can pause on that. That is weird, isn't it? I hadn't kind of... I hadn't taken that in. So they're expecting her to explode. Did one of them implant a bomb in her? Yeah, it could be like in speed. Right, it could be like in speed. Sandra Bullock has like a bomb in her. It could be like in Osmosis Jones. It's... Okay, I I didn't see that one. Oh, you should watch it. Okay. It's fun. Yeah, okay. Chris Rock. And if someone puts a bomb in him? Niles from Frasier. Okay. That's a weird combo. <laughs> um, so they're expecting Chrissy to explode. I'd love to kind of glass past that because... I'm Not a to... bomb, an illness. Bill Murray gets an illness. Okay. And Osmosis Jones is a detective, white blood cell living inside of Bill Murray. And Niles from Frasier is a anti, uh, is a pill that Bill Murray takes. And And together they go through Bill Murray's body looking for this illness that he gets. And he's he's, uh, about to die. Okay. And then they they find the illness and they kill it. And remind me what bearing it has on this this book that we read and are kind of discussing. Okay. It's a it's a fun flick. Okay, yeah. Um, I'd love to continue to read this passage, if I may. Okay, and then I'd like for you to pick up the baton and also me. When I get yeah. too sad. Yep. By now, Claude, Stacy, and Marianne were all looking at me nervously. I knew they expected me to explode. In fact, I expected Jesus. me to explode. Instead. <laughs> Do you want to pause on it again? Should we pause on it's it again? It's just like now she's expecting her to explode. <laughs> okay. Like she's in on it. Yeah. Well, if she's got a bomb strapped to her or if she's uh, got whatever, some terminal disease, she's expecting it just as much as everyone else is. It feels like. Osmosis Jones. <laughs> it feels like Osmosis Jones. And it just seems like we already kind of hit that and I thought we were going to move past it. Right. But we've, we've sat, we've kind of. We've dwelled in it, I think, as long as as makes any kind of sense. As long as it's appropriate, yeah. yeah. And I'd love to maybe start again. You feel like you want to start over? Yeah, because I got to ramp up into it. It's very okay. sad. Okay, I will try to do my best to contain myself yeah. with all the explosion talk. Okay. By now, Claude, Stacy, and Marianne were all looking at me nervously. I knew they expected me to explode. In fact, I expected me to explode. <laughs> hold it, hold it in. Instead, 
I heard myself saying, Well, I guess I can understand. Lately, I've been feeling just way too busy. I have the homework and softball and Chrissy's Crushers. Okay, well, so- Chris- Chrissy's Crushers is softball. That's a very good point. No, she plays softball. Okay. Sometimes all I want is a little free time. I wonder how Shannon is feeling about the Babysitter's Club these days, said Stacy. We decided to call her. I can't say I was surprised to hear Shannon say pretty much the same things we'd just been saying. In fact, she went on. I've been trying to figure out how to tell you that I don't even think I'll have time to be an associate member of the BSC once school starts. A few minutes later, I hung up the phone. I looked at my friends. It's just the four of us now. I said to them, the original four. I could feel tears spring to my eyes. Can you pick up the baton there? You know, we won't be able to run the club the way it's been running, said Marianne gently. There's just no way. We can't handle all the jobs. We could barely do it after Mallory left. I know. And the truth is, said Claudia, we don't want to be as busy as we were last year. I know, I said again. And one of the tears escaped my eye and ran down my cheek. Singling out past your turn. Stacy knelt beside me and wiped the tear away. Christy? I'm okay. I know it's time to change the club. It's the right thing to do for all of us, even for me. It's just sad. It was a really, really good thing, and I hate to see it end. Let the bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies hit the floor. That's all I know of that song. I only know the other part, which is like, one, nothing's wrong with me. Two, nothing's wrong with me. But that's everyone, right? Everyone's out now. That was so in one... Just brutal massacre right at the end. The final four. Fall. Fucking ritual execution. Christy's there, like, on her knees before the babysitter's club, and they all have their guns pressed to the back of her head. Yeah. <laughs> and they all pull the trigger at once. Brutal. Gray matter sprays across the fucking hard-packed earth. <laughs> that sounded good. Yeah, it's a really sad book. It's a brutal book. It's a massacre. There's a lot of betrayal in this one. Uh, the bodies do hit the floor, and nobody in Stony Brook is going to be able to find a babysitter for a while. Yeah, unless there's some kind of new wave of babysitters. Oh, God, that would be good. Could be us. Could be us. Oh, God, I would like that. I would I do I would love it. nothing more than to overcome this trauma. Yeah. Miss Prezioso is going to be like, I'm sorry, honey, we can't go to the boys' basketball game. Christie's club disbanded. And he's going to be like, well, I heard about these two two dudes. They're both unemployed. They're both unemployed. (laughs) They'll probably watch Andrea for the (laughs) They have their own kids. You have to bring her over. But telling you, the Panthers are playing tonight. They got a chance to go to state. Nothing is more important. Uh, what a what a sad ending. What a sad Not with a bang, ending. but a whimper, huh? 
Not with a bang, but with a whimper. And thank you for quoting T.S. Eliot. That means a lot to me. You're welcome. And Christy kind of reveals everything uh, at the beginning when things start to fall apart. I guess it's it's when uh, Logan quits. So when the first the first pawn falls. What's that? Is is Sarah doing some smithing in the other room? I think, as usual, uh, when I viciously attack my own wife on this podcast f- for making noises, she is uh, making me dinner after having put <laughs> our child to bed. <laughs> so, uh, I's running the power we just, hammer. <laughs> we just gotta let her do it. Yeah, she likes to use a power drill to kind of <laughs> really make that tofu just the way I like it. Uh, um, here's what Chrissy says this is not going to be good for business should probably spend several evenings at camp devising ways in which to beef up BSC upon return to Stony Brook in August after all BSC is a gold mine and I started it best thing I ever did so it was all about the money for you Chrissy wasn't it is it even that lucrative Like it sounds like it's a fucking gold now. mine sounds like it's a gold mine you I know mean, what I did when I was your age Christy what? Got a fucking job. That's what it, she's got a business. She has a small business. Corn detasseling. Get okay. out in that fucking field. Detassel some detassel corn. Detassel some corn, Christy. Yeah. And then when you turn 15, McDonald's yeah. will hire you. They don't give a <laughs> shit. They'll work you a, like a fucking dog. She's an entrepreneur and she has a b- small business and it's a gold mine. Do you think Christy makes more money annually? Mm hmm. Off the Babysitter's Club than we do off of our various podcasting. Definitely. Definitely. (laughs) (laughs) Very sad to think about. Yeah, no question. Um, uh, What I think is we should take a little break. I think we should do that, too. I need to grab a beer, and I need to grab a pee. Okay, you, you say goodbye. Okay, he left. Hmm. What's happening? I don't know. You're the host. Fucking. We had a discussion literally seconds ago before we started recording where you said, oh, I've got a bunch of segments I want to do. And I was like, oh, great. You start then. Uh, I'll, I'll follow your lead. And then what you've done is you sighed at me, I hope audibly, so that at least it's not dead air. And then, then you said, you're the host, you said. So that's not helpful, is it? That's not what we talked give, about. Give a man a podcast? Yeah. And he'll podcast for a day. Yeah. <laughs> Teach a man to podcast? Teach a man to podcast. <laughs> okay. And what? Jack. And he'll podcast for a lifetime. Okay. And what does that mean? That you still need to be taught? It means that you need to th- be more Christ-like. Okay. In everything you do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> What you want me to start, and then you can you can interrupt me. Is what yes. You want. Okay. Yes. Right. Obviously, that's what I want. Here's what we haven't talked about: Marianne and Logan. Wrong, are on the idiots. Out. Okay. Here's what we haven't talked about: Yes, Stacy sucks. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> okay. Everything changes except yeah. <laughs> except Stacy. Stacy, who still sucks. So, uh, Claudia, a big part of the plot of this is that Claudia. Uh, and the Kishis go away for the whole summer to Maine. Yep. And the Kishis are like, it's going to be this like hermit retreat where we're going to like meditate and read like the classics. 
And that's it. Does it does sound very it's, nice. It sounds nice as hell. Honestly. Like a rocky island off the coast of Maine yeah. where there's no like internet or phones or anything. Yeah. Sounds ideal to me and I would love that actually. It yes. sounds pretty wonderful. And actually Claudia ends up having a really wonderful time. She finds like an art teacher down there and like she appreciates the 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 silence and the time to think. Uh but the the joke the running joke through the Claudia oh this novel is an epistolary novel but the, it's an epistolary the, novel which means that it is there's a lot of references to piss no it doesn't mean that and you know that it doesn't mean that it means it's letters it's like Dracula it's like Dracula yes and it's letters um and <laughs> um. And um, but the running joke throughout the Claudia letters is that uh, everyone it's a in confusing the... mix of letters and diary entries. Yeah, much like Dracula. and emails, just like Dracula, exactly, just like Dracula. Like Dracula. Um, and uh, everyone in also the... everyone's mannerisms are like amplified in a not pleasant way to read. Yeah, like Anne has decided to have some fun with Christy, where like she drops all like pronouns the christy letters are so infuriating like a lot of them are her journal entries and somehow she just like she abbreviates two to the number two and like she abbreviates everything every every single person gets like marianne is ma and if you if you're like i am dumb honestly yeah i like (laughs) as someone who's like was a lit major and like like my life has been focused on reading like in no small part, I still when I read, I like sound out the words in my head as if I'm like that's like the bad lot. way to read. Yeah, it's that's a bad not way to how, read. Like most good educated people read books. No, but it's how I do it. That's the way I, I read, and it's why and I'm, I'm dumb as shit. A very slow reader, but it's super annoying when God damn, I dropped, I dropped this. Uh, paintbrush from the claudia kishi doll and for some reason i really needed to be <laughs> needed holding to have it. it needed to have it i don't know why um but when someone's like writing in abbreviations it's really hard to read in your head like talk to it's ma tough. today it like it really trips you up so it was very annoying to read christie's stuff i had to like sit and think about because every babysitter's has an abbreviation claudia yeah. cl yeah it's like who Stacey the fuck is, is that S-T. cl period and stacy is st period and but ma is capital m capital M. and she doesn't use any pronouns so it's not like i went to the store today it's yeah. like went to the store today yeah. deeply annoying and then the Kishi subplot is that they they're all cheating on their enforced oh, don't get me fucking started meditation. on goddamn claudia's correspondence oh and, and of course board. claudia's correspondence is all completely misspelled which is it had been reserved for the handwritten journal yeah, entries tough enough previously yeah but now it's like every single chapter every single word is like it really trips you up and slows you down to try to read that shit horribly misspelled and yeah. like she'll misspell things that she previously spelled correctly yeah. like a sentence earlier yeah it's aggravating she does a lot of like crossing out but at some point, Janine just like it turns out that Janine secretly snuck a um, laptop, laptop, yep, uh, and has figured out a way to jack into the mainframe and write emails. And then like Mr. Kishi is cheating too by like watching the big game over at like a friend's house, and they're all and and uh, Mar- that scene that scene could have gone so much worse. Oh yeah. <laughs> 
Because Mr. Yeah. Kishi <laughs> sneaks next door. He's like, oh, to, I'm just like, going to go next door to check on and see uh, whether the, the, like, Bennett's. Yeah, the Bennett's need to, like, borrow some salt or whatever. Uh, I Don't wait up for me. And, and then, Claudia's, like, Claudia like, follows Miss him. Miss Nancy Drew this entire book. And she, yeah. like, follows him over and, like, catches him watching sports. But it's yeah. like, yeah, golly, that was so close to him masturbating. No, <laughs> honestly. Sneaking into the Bennett's house. When a man in your life says, like, oh, I'm just going to uh, sneak over to the Bennett's. Don't, uh, don't follow me or wait up or worry about me. Like, don't. <laughs> just don't, honestly don't. Don't. Don't do any of those things. You're going to be lucky if he's watching sports. Yeah, but that's what he was doing. And, um, but Claudia discovers an email machine, and she emails uh, Stacy. And guess what? And you know this. I assume this is what you were thinking. Claudia's email address is C K I S H I. I assume Hotmail or whatever. I don't know. Fine. It's no C- issue with that. C Kishi. I have absolutely no issue with C Kishi. Honestly, whatever. that's even fairly sophisticated for whenever this was written in the 90s. 99. You know, 99. It's sophisticated. C Kishi. That's great. A Y2K. lot of people were a lot of people were were fucking around with some dumb shit at that time and having the your first initial and then your last name is professional and good and smart. Stacy's email. <laughs> like it may have well have just been diabetesgirl at gmail.com. It's NYC girl. NYC girl. I don't know how she got it, but I wish she fucking had it. Yeah. It sucks. Oh God, it sucks. Stacy. I just hate Stacy and I I feel bad because I feel like previously Baby Nation was up our asses about Stacy and Stacy's actually good and actually yeah. if you're a teen girl who reads these books but come on you guys she's so bad and her email is NYC girl. She, think about it from the point of view Was it you? Think about it this way. No, it's G I R L mercifully. Okay, thank God. But who knows Claudia spells everything wrong. But think about it from this perspective. At some point, Stacy is sitting in front of a Hotmail server, and she's signing up for her fucking A Hotmail server? Where is she? Chippendales? It says a Chippendales. Yes. That, yes, that's... Wait, no, I got it. And she's signing up for her first email account, and she's putting in, like, her name and address and shit, and then they're like, all right, now it's time to pick the handle, and she's like... She fucking, she sits for a, for a beat, and then she's like, let's see if they've got NYC, girl. <laughs> well, maybe she did a search for Diabetes Girl, and it was like, it's <laughs> already taken. Sorry. Do you want Diabetes Girl 69? <laughs> yes. Or would you like to come up with something else? Garbage, Stacy. No, bad. Bad, Stacy. You're bad, bad, and you're bad. We didn't like it. What else? I'll tell you what else. Yes. It was so... This book was written by Anne. Anne wrote it. As far as I can tell. She likes to start it off. She likes to set the scene for everyone. And this is a, this is a super special, in a it's way. It's a super special. It is. It's the, not the number one. The Friends Forever have two super specials. Yeah, bookends. Number zero. Yeah. And number 15. Right. Or maybe it's 16. I can't remember now. Yeah. But this is the preface. Mm-hmm. And the last one will be the epilogue. Yes. And Anne likes to write those. Yeah. She likes to set the scene. Yeah. She likes to to flesh out the world in which the other 
pulp nymphs can come and dance and have fun. Uh-huh. And I feel like she reserved a little bit of space to kind of honor us. Mm-hmm. And we know she listens, and we know she's aware of us, and we know that she thinks about us even in 1999 when she was reading these bo- writing these books. Yes. And she set a little space aside in this book t- for us. Yeah. And she honored us mm-hmm. with four characters. Mm. And the first two were dedicated to you, and the second two were dedicated to me. Okay. And I think like I she she's re- truly honoring us because she's saying like oh no one character could, could possibly encompass your what essence you are. yeah fully so I need to do I need to do it across four characters two each mm-hmm. um I'll start with mine I guess okay is that okay yeah I'd love to hear it so Christy and Abby are involved in this cross camp ritual where the boys camp comes and <laughs> yeah okay dr- uh, takes the girls across and a the canoe lake and a canoe to their camp for a dance okay yeah i remember i remember this scene yeah there are a and christy boys. and abby meet two boys who take them across the lake but they're kind of they're well we'll ha- get to those two boys and we're they're not important the, the important boys are the boys who remind me of me okay and their names are Dan and Barry. Oh, so they're both of the boys are you. The, those boys are you. Okay. Yes, it took okay. two boys to capture. So my I'm essence. the other boys, and you're the first two boys. But I'm the second okay. two boys, and the second two boys. And that's for Christy certain. Has, there's no, there's. It's not possible that I could be one of the boys from the first canoe and one of the boys from the. No, se- no. Okay, you're the. Second I don't think canoe. so. Okay. Oh, so fine. this is kind of Christie's uh, note about the second two boys. Yeah. Their names were Dan and Barry. Uh-huh. And they were not only nice, they were extremely cute. Uh-huh. And that's how Anne's decided to honor me. That's nice, yeah. And then to kind of jump back a little bit, here's how Anne decided to honor you. Yeah. Uh-huh. It started when the boys paddled across the lake and all these canoes glowing with lighted candles. We girls climbed into the canoes and the boys took us back across the lake. They were very gallant. Don't worry. Gallant. This isn't as... What? Gallant. That's what I said. That's what I'm like. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can have that. Yeah. Don't worry. It isn't as chauvinistic as it sounds. At the end of the evening, the girls had to paddle themselves home, and this morning we had to take the canoes back to the boys' camp. Anyway, Abby and I rode in a canoe with these two guys, Jay and Hal, and these guys are you. <laughs> mm-hmm. They were really nice. They're uh, gallant and nice. But mm. dorky. Hal kept speaking with this fake British accent <laughs> that only he thought was funny. And he spit a ton when he talked. He was a very moist person. <laughs> and Jay did nothing but recite sports statistics. I love sports, but I do not need to know the 1940s batting average while being paddled across a lake under a starry sky. <laughs> And that's the two sides of my essence, isn't it? I, I, you like sports. Yeah. I'm indifferent. Yeah. You speak with a fake British accent. Uh, moistly. You got a moisture about you. <laughs> and then what's you? There's not a lot I'll to I'll remind you. you. The boys' names are Dan and Barry, but and they were are not only nice, they were extremely nice cute. Nice and cute. Yeah. 
And it's it's so kind of Anne to put to us honor both. us in this way. Yeah, I thought so. To, I thought to, that was nice. Yeah. To obviously do these these make these characters who are these two very fascinating homages. boys who one of whom uh maybe uh, is from an exotic country like England and another or of whom, pretends to be uh has a, a passion for sports and trivia and knows stuff and 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 talks w- with knowledge and then the other one what is it he's just n- nice is you said did you say nice not only nice not only ex- nice extremely but also cute good looking wow who's more interesting right. difficult to say and put us in in this book and another in another passage can i read it oh, to okay. you and it, yeah and is it going to be mean to me it's both of us in the same thing and <laughs> one of the um one of the 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 Stacy plot is that um, Stacy's living with her dad for the summer in New York, and uh, Dad's girlfriend Samantha might be moving in. There's some friction around that, and also Dad is worried that Ethan is not very mature, and well, maybe yeah. Ethan shouldn't be uh, Stacy's boyfriend. There's a lot of complications around Ethan. Yeah, he's a sophisticated dude. He hangs out the at the pony. He hangs out at the pony. So Dad, Which, Mr. Mr. McGill sees Ethan late at night at like 1130 outside the pony, which is... A, which a, he refers to as an adult, an adult club. club. Yeah. But I've been to the pony. Oh, okay. It's a real place. It's a bar. Mm. It's just a bar. It's a bar. So fucking Ed saw Ethan standing outside some bar in Manhattan. Just like standing it's like, outside. It's in the it. meatpacking district. It's just a bar. That's where Ann goes. It's nothing special. Oh yeah, that's, that's got to be where. Well, it's Anka. the kind of bar where they have like a membership. Uh, okay, like there's a leaderboard. Yeah, where everyone's like tally, like monthly drinks is up on a leaderboard for all the regulars. You know, oh, that's cool. That's so that's fun. the kind of place that Anne hangs out at. Yeah, that sounds good. Um, and so and so does Ethan. And so Dad gets cold feet, and he's like, "Stacy, you can only stay. Uh, you can only well, see and Ethan... Ethan like ten hours a week or something." We also got a little peek into an old way of thinking, yeah, but an accurate way of thinking mm-hmm. called whole economy. That is true as well, isn't it? Yeah. But dad, you don't know that Ethan sneaked in to the pony. Mm-hmm. Furthermore, dad went on as if he hadn't heard me. I'm wondering if maybe Ethan is too old for you. He wears an earring. Just what? Lots of kids wear earrings. Kids younger than right. Ethan. Well, I don't approve. Yeah. So now we've got a. a Anne has gifted us with right. a slightly expanded view of whole economy. Well, we know that the more holes you have in your ears, specifically, everyone's got the same number of holes in their face for the most part. But but some people have more holes than other people in their the ears. More holes that... you have, clavicle up. Yeah. The better. The better. But if it's we, an odd number of holes, if it's an odd number. It's more powerful, even better, even better. Yes, but yes, if you're a boy, yes, worse, worse. It's it's inverse. Uh, okay, and so that's why Mr. McGill is like this guy is not good. Odd number of holes, and that's with one hole. With one hole, imagine. Okay. I think it's an inverse relationship for for males of the species. That okay, that's so this so Anne is expanding the universe. That's very <laughs> interesting and something we should keep an eye on. Um, you were talking about us and how Anne honored us. 
and honored us with the following passage. Okay. But I thought you said Ethan was too old for me, and that that was why you wanted to limit the amount of time we could spend together. There's a big difference between age and maturity, was Dad's response. I had to think about that for a long time, Claude. This is what I've decided it means. That anyone can be old and do things that come with being older, like voting and driving and getting married and having kids, or drinking and going to clubs. But not everyone can do those things with maturity. You could be 35, but an irresponsible drinker or an irresponsible parent. (laughs) Check, check, check. (laughs) You could be old, but also not mature. You can be... At least 35. At least 35. And an irresponsible drinker. And an irresponsible parent. I'll also say this. She says, she sort of infers that there's a a way to go to the club maturely. Yeah. Yeah. And when I was in college, I've probably told this story on the podcast before. In Boulder, Colorado, a new like dance club opened up. Okay. And it was like for like dance, like club kids you know yeah and me and my dork ass friends decided to go mm-hmm. and i'm surprised they even let us in but i was literally wearing a teenage mutant ninja turtles hoodie mm-hmm. at this like dance club where everyone's in like dance gear you know like tight dresses and like party shirts okay did it have like and, a shell on the back uh no it was it was all green and had the the classic like kelly green Okay, that's and cool. had the classic like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles logo on the front. And bless you, and God bless you. Thank you. I don't like it when people say that to me. Oh, sorry, Tanner. Bless you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and I feel like that what I was doing at that time was not clubbing with maturity. No, that's true. Chew. Tanner, bless you. Um, when what I, do you like? When I I just prefer. Uh, I prefer mind your own business, I guess. Okay, but so sneeze. I don't have any more fake sneeze. Hachoo. Mind your own fucking business. No, that's not what I want. I don't want to hear that. I don't. When you say bless you to me, when I sneeze, you, you're fine. You're fine. But like someone on like the subway or whatever. God, imagine. Remember the, the past? Subway? Remember the past? But like if if you sneeze on the subway and then somebody says bless you, like they're intruding on your shit and you have to like respond to them like you're supposed to say like thank you for like for what? For fucking interrupting me about a thing that happened with my body? Like fucking leave me alone. Is it my idea on that? Right. Yeah. Okay. It's very antisocial. Like Unabomber levels, and <laughs> that's how I feel about it. Um, when I would go to raves uh, for for a brief uh, amount of time, while we were going to raves, that my crew of dudes that we would go to raves with um, decided that like we needed to be a crew. And, that's cool. And that so, sounds nice. It sounds like the way family. that we decided to like it was like fully invented uh, by this guy Raver Dave, who is a friend of mine. And he was like... Raver Dave or River Dave? Raver Dave. Would have been cool if it was River Dave. Um, and hit the... But Is he the, still around? 
Yeah, he's still around. I think I've mentioned this on the past podcast before. I recently saw him at a wedding, and I was I hadn't seen him in like twenty years, and I was like, "Rave or Dave?" And he was like, "What? What the who the f- what?" Uh, but anyway, he's a businessman. Now. I haven't heard that but name and. Raver Dave at the time was like, here's what <laughs> yeah, I haven't heard that name in a long time is what he should have said. Um, but uh, he, we all, I don't know why we did this, but we all bought these like yellow polo Ralph Lauren hand towels. Okay. Kind of like a proud boy thing. And folded them. No, fuck you. It's not, I'm not telling a cool story about myself, but don't, you don't need to make it worse. <laughs> And we would like fold them into our our like jinkos and like let them hang down. And so it was oh, like, it's like a signal. It's like you're saying it's like, like a I signal. do BJ's. Or I'm a, <laughs> it does seem like that. But what it was supposed to be saying was like we're like a cool raver crew. Anyway, I don't know why I'm talking about that. We should we do our burn. Um. <gasps> <gasps> Oh, that feels good to do, doesn't it? And I Just... am recording at home, and the boy is right in the next room, and I'm wondering if I should do burns quite as loudly as I just did. Kids can't... They, like... The other day, like, a smoke alarm was going off, and I couldn't figure out where it was, and it was in the child's room. And he was just, like, fucking out. And it's like, why do I tiptoe past his room? A smoke alarm is going Our off smoke in your room alarm for the last is on, like, a hair trigger. Yeah. And like you, you burn anything on the stove, even just a little, and every single connected smoke alarm in our house will go off, and they're fifteen feet up. Yeah, like the ceilings in my house are impossibly high. Yeah, and then so you have to get the ladder out of the closet, and you have to go up and like try to reach for it and get it, and it takes like five minutes of like blaring sirens in every single room in the house, and the kid. Yeah. Just Never fucking sleep through it. And then it's like, why are we the fucking quiet place in this house when the but child is sleeping? But then every now and then, you'll like accidentally drop a can in the sink, and it'll make the smallest noise in the world, and he'll be up and crying fucking and standing garbage. at the side of the crib. Fucking nightmare. Don't anyway. I have kids. Yeah. Do, please do not. Please. He's the light of my life, not. and I love him so yeah. much. Um, anyway, this has been. He makes every day a joy. Every day is a joy because of him. Dad talk. Um, uh, we were doing our burns. I, um, you said one of my burns, which was the, um, I, I had caught it as a burn on Jay and Hell, and I want to retract that because you said that it was about me. And I want to say that it was nice, actually, that these boys seemed a little bit dorky and one of them had a fake British accent. Yeah. And that's actually cool. Uh, but I've got another burn. Would you like to hear it? Yes. It's a burn on Abby. Okay. I'll go to my backup burn then. Because it's it was my also my main burn. You can it's a very good burn, and it's also like you, uh, you and I classic. spent some time um, talking shit about Christie's clipped notebook shorthand, which is yep. annoying to read. But in this case, it really helped to make this burn sing. And uh, mine's weaker. Can I do mine first? Yeah, fine. If but you're going to just... steal the good burn, can I do the bad one? Fine, 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 fine. You do it. Keep reading those last words over and over. I have to drop out of the BSC. There's just no way I can remain a member. Bet I have read them 50x. 
What on earth is happening to my beautiful babysitter's club? Everyone dropping like flies. Don and Mal honorary members, which means didn't actually drop out, but basically are gone. Logan quit. Now Jay leaving. Unthinkable. Club is down to five members. Plus Shannon as an associate. Which is joke. <laughs> it's a burn on Shannon. It's a pretty brutal burn. <laughs> I like that burn. Don't undersell your burn. That was a bit fucking brutal. It's joke. just like tossed imagine off Imagine Shannon Kilborn babysitting for you. Imagine you called the BSC and all you got up was Shannon fucking Kilborn. <laughs> it's a joke. It's a joke. <laughs> So, uh, hey, uh, sorry, Mrs. Hobart. We only have a fucking joke to babysit for we you. We don't have any weekend. babysitters, but I have a fucking clown <laughs> that I can send. That's a good burn. Uh, this burn is on my burn is on Abby, and it is it, it's so Abby admits that she also is quitting the BSC in the middle of. So they're back at Camp Mohawk. Miss Meanie's there. It's really lovely. It's uh, it's it's a it's a real throwback to babysitters. It's nice. It's Club nice to be super special number again. two babysitters summer camp or something summer camp something like number one. But yes, no number one was babysitters on board. Get your fucking head straight. Oh, you're right. Fuck me. God damn it. Come on. Um. But so Abby and Christy are there. They're having the time of their lives. They're getting along really well. But then Abby, like midway through the camp, admits that she doesn't have time for the BSC anymore. And they have like a huge fucking feud. Uh, And what here's what Christy writes in her diary. Cannot abide Abby is inconsiderate, immoral creature with tiny, tiny mind of plankton. (laughs) (laughs) It's really good. It is very good. We're done here, I think. Yes. We're about to leave. We're about to go. We're embarking on an, uh, a last great adventure. A final journey. A final journey. Uh, second star on the right, straight on until morning. Hitchhiker's Guide? Uh, it's Peter Pan by way of Star Trek Nine. I want to say. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Jamie and I have been watching a lot of Star Trek Deep Space Nine recently. Okay, yeah, there we go. We like um, settled in to like do some like quarantine watching. Yeah, and we're like, God, we should like get caught up on all these shows everyone's like always talking about. And we're like, let's 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 pick a show. Yeah, we just finished Shit's Creek. Let's pick a show and like watch a show together. It'll be our show. And we and we like really thought about a lot of options and settled on. And then Captain Sisko was like, "Tanner, Star Trek Deep Space Nine. We need you for one last mission." <laughs> and it's That's been good. good so far. I love it. That's fucking great, man. My favorite character is Quark. Fuck yeah! I we're Frangy. gonna watch. We're gonna watch him. We're gonna watch him. I think we're gonna we're gonna watch them all. We like we got too clever. We were like, this is like a few years ago. We were like, let's watch TNG. I think Sarah has ne- has not seen all of it, and so we were like, "Let's fucking watch it," and and then we were like, "In order to do that, what we must obviously first do is watch all of the original series Star Treks back to back." And then, like no. after like twenty of them, although we liked it, it was like uh, maybe Parks and Rec, <laughs> you know. Yeah, and so we like abandoned the project. Uh, what we love to do is leave and go, isn't it? Yes, I would like to. Ta- uh, I would like to tank. I was going to say thank you. Is there something we can do with that? And yes. I 
want to tank you. Yeah, no, there's nothing there. Okay. Um, I would like. I was thinking of lobster tanks as as all. And the lobster men, which is we're not going to get into it. We don't have time to get into it. One interesting we don't thing have about time. my wife is Monhegan Island is that several hundred here. people live there during the summer months, but only like seventy five live there during the winter. Can you believe it? There's even a one room schoolhouse for the few kids who are there in the winter. Most of the people who live there all year long are lobster men. We yeah, don't have time don't, to talk. We about don't it. have time to talk about it. We don't my have wife time to talk about on the couch it. And she needs the bedroom. But I just. There are lobster men in the series now. It's and lobster wanna, men. And, and there's lobster men. The girls are seafood. And, and it's the girls are seafood. Oops, <laughs> all segments. <laughs> and then Jeannie knows it. You know it. Jean. There's, yeah. And there's lobster men. And uh, Data Chump. Data and Chump. Data, yeah. yeah. Okay. And it's drawing of the three and it's Dark Tower. We have to go. I'd like to thank yes. you for bearing with me. I'd like to thank the Baby Nation for bearing with us. You're welcome. I, and uh, you're welcome, Baby Nation. I'd like to say to you, Tanner, that I love and kiss you. And I would like to say to our listeners that I love and kiss you so very much and every day and all the time. Mm-hmm. I would briefly like to ask everyone if you can and if you have time and if you have patience to go and subscribe to our Patreon. We have a whole other show. We sing in the description. It is only $5 a month and it's very good, and there's a whole other show. And, and we're both good. only semi-employed now. And it's Little Sister Books. And, and we need your support on Patreon more than ever. It's a good way to keep the show going and to support our work. And you can find us at patreon.com slash podcast. Buy our merch at bit.ly slash merch, And rate and review us on... Apple Podcasts, just go to your iTunes or whatever they call it now uh, and give us a nice rating and a nice review. It helps us to move up in the rankings. And, of course, please do join the Baby Nation Facebook group. You can go to the Babysitter's Club Club Facebook page and find the Baby Nation Facebook group there. That's where all the action happens, and that's where all the good people are, and you should join it, and it's fun, and it's good. All that remains... It's for me to say that this week we read a novel that is called Babysitter's Club Super Special Number Zero Friends Forever. Everything changes. Next week, we're going to be reading a book called Babysitter's Club Friends Forever Number One. Christy's Big News. Hmm. Hmm. I wonder what that is. I'm... Eager to find out. I'm eager to find out. In the meantime, I would like to tell you that my name has been and always will be Jack Alexander Shepard. And I'm Tanner Greenring. And finally, please do remember to round off the corners in your bedroom, drown all your dolls, call your senator, and demand your right to bear time. And do not forget to let Daddy love you as much as I do. Remember the Delaney's. Remember the trip, man. And take your dream horse through that maze. Claudia is wearing a bra now, and the way she talks, you would think that boys had just been invented. I am recording. All my numbers are going up. My phone. I just don't even have my phone. I guess this I'm gonna book have made to. Made me sad. It didn't. Weirdly, didn't make me that sad. The BSC is gone. Yeah, it's a little sad. But it was also so nice to see them again. You know, it I was. I feel like this is probably a good, useful type of conversation to have on the episode. Yeah, I just didn't want to expose myself. I didn't want to be a raw nerve on the episode. You know. Okay, that's good. But you're almost certainly now in the outro.
So. Oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's count. Never mind. This book didn't make me sad. I'm tough as hell. <laughs> it made me happy. In fact, I like it when all my friends <laughs> stop hanging out together. They're still friends as far as we know. Okay, listen, I'd like to count with you. Okay. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>